You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 150. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, I hope you're doing great and I have to tell you, I'm so excited about fall season. It is almost here and fall is definitely my most favorite season of the year. It's sort of like the New Year's for moms, right? That's what I always say. It's New Year's for moms. The kids are back in school, summer vacations are over, and you're really ready to get back on track with a schedule, with your diet, with your workouts. That's why I wanna tell you all about the nutritionrecharge.com, my all new program coming out September 9th. I think I only have five spots left right now, and once this podcast launches, that will probably go pretty quick. But again, it is an all new program. If you're looking to get your nutrition back on track and you basically wanna learn how I eat day after day and how I've been doing it for 14 years, and it seems to be working pretty great for me, I have to tell you, then I wanna teach it to you and that's what I'm doing in the program. I'm putting my finishing touches on it and I'm pretty proud of it. I'm excited to launch it and share it with you. So if you are that mom who feels like this is my New Year's and I need to get back on track, thenutritionrecharge.com, check it out, stat. Now, let's talk about what we've got going on today. It's a topic that I briefly covered before. I have done a vitamins segment before, but today I wanna just briefly talk about the multivitamin because everybody is always asking me which multivitamin that I take. So I wanna share that information with you, but first, this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In our Eagle's Eye on Health today, we are going to talk about a topic that breaks my heart, and it's vaping. And it breaks my heart so much because I see and hear about so many young people who are vaping. I'm talking middle school. That is really, really young. Well, some recent news came out, some new news about vaping. We've already known that it's not good for you, but now they're saying a single session of vaping can actually hurt your lungs. One single session. It can change the blood flow. They're worried that it can have hardening of arteries over time. And they're saying that vaping still remains most popular with young people under 30. Vaping's definitely on the rise with teens. Roughly one in three high school students say they have vaped in 2018. And the habit is putting them at risk for health consequences. And this new research shows that nicotine might not be the only thing to blame. A report published today in the Journal of Radiology has found that non-nicotine vaping can harm your lungs even after just one use of an e-cigarette. Now, in the study published on August 20th, 31 non-smoking participants between the age of 18 and 35 vaped the equivalent to one conventional cigarette. The solution in the e-cigarette liquid contained propylene, glycol, glycerol, and flavoring, but no nicotine. Researchers conducted MRI exams before and after the vaping experiment to see how it affected the participants' vascular systems. 
The MRI showed that participants experienced a reduction in blood flow in the femoral artery, which is that large artery in your thigh, after just one vaping session. If the blood flow is decreasing, so the flow, so is the flow of oxygen, says Dr. Shaw, a transplant pulmonologist at New York's Columbia University. When blood flow to the brain is decreased, it can impact attention, focus, and the ability to learn, and that can have a variety of impacts on middle school and high school children. The researchers also found that participants had an increase in aortic pulse wave velocity, possibly indicating stiffening of the aorta after they vaped. So the overall results show that e-cigarettes may pose a risk to vascular functions and the lining of the blood vessels in young, healthy non-smokers, even if the liquid they vape doesn't contain nicotine. With the long-term use of e-cigarettes, we worry it can lead to permanent vascular disease like atherosclerosis, which is a hardening of the blood vessels, which is typically associated with regular cigarette use. We still need time to see if e-cigarette users will suffer from these long-term health problems, but this study is a possible indication that it can happen. Doesn't that make you so sad? It makes me so sad. Because to think that a middle schooler is vaping and probably not aware that they could be doing long-term damage. You know, long ago back in the day when cigarettes started and our parents were smoking and nobody knew any better. They didn't know what these cigarettes were doing. And then we come to find out that cigarettes are bad for you. And then companies out there come out with these things like vaping because, again, it's another, I'm sure, million, if not more, dollar market now. And they're trying to say, oh, vaping is healthier than cigarette smoking, so move on over to this. And it's just terrible that it is being set out there in the eyes of our young youth. I mean, it's not good for an adult to do it either, but it just breaks my heart that a young middle schooler probably doesn't realize that it's affecting their arteries or their femoral artery. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. You would like your blood to be flowing through that femoral artery without any problems. So all I can say is if you are a parent or if you are a vapor yourself as an adult, know the consequences and talk to your children and make sure they understand that these are things that will affect their body just with one time in vaping and that we don't want to wait for long-term research to show that it's doing X, Y, and Z. I am pretty certain and I would put money on it that vaping is doing bad things to our body and I don't need to wait for the long-term research to find out that it is. So always educate the children. I know these teenagers might not want to hear it, but it's worth a dinner conversation just to make sure they understand. Now, let's get to our topic at hand, which is are there really any benefits to the multivitamin? It's something that people ask me all the time, and I recently read an article from John Hopkins Medicine about this very topic. And people always ask me, Kim, what multivitamin do you take? And the answer is, I do not take a multivitamin. I'm pretty glad I don't take a multivitamin because then I read this article and I just kept going, yes, 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 that's what I believe. A vitamin is just a supplement. 
And we've discussed supplements in the past, and I'm always telling you that, look, supplements are not regulated by the FDA. And there can be things in these supplements that we don't know about. And when I say they're not regulated by the FDA, what I'm primarily saying is they're they're regulated only if someone finds out something is wrong with them. So if someone did a study on it and found heavy metals in it, then it might go to the FDA and at that point they might shut it down. But otherwise it isn't. So you're really taking a risk. You're you're banking on the fact that every company out there is testing their own products and that they care about the safety more than they care about the multi-kazillion dollar market that it is out there. I personally, I don't trust them. I don't trust anybody and I don't take anything daily like that because that over time does add up. But let's talk about what this article says from the John Hopkins Medicine Uh, article and it's basically telling you very similar things but I want you to hear it from someone like John Hopkins over just my personal opinion because obviously my opinion is my opinion not everybody can live life the way I do just because I'm neurotic about things like taking supplements but according to the John Hopkins Medicine article half of all American adults including 70% of those age 65 and older take a multivitamin or another vitamin or a mineral supplement regularly and the total price tag exceeds $12 billion per year. Money that John Hopkins nutrition experts say might be better spent on nutrition-packed foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and low-fat dairy products. There was an editorial in the Journal of Internal Medicine titled, Enough is Enough, Stop Wasting Money on Vitamin and Mineral Supplements. That's what it was called, right? This is what it said, an analysis of research involving 450,000 people. So that's a pretty good sized study than when you tell me someone looked at 10 people, 450,000 people, which found that multivitamins did not reduce the risk for heart disease or cancer. A study that tracked the mental functioning and multivitamin use of almost 6,000 men for 12 years found that multivitamins did not reduce risk for mental declines, such as memory loss or slowed down thinking. And a study of 1,708 heart attack survivors who took a high dose multivitamin or placebo for up to 55 months, rates of later heart attacks, heart surgeries, and deaths were similar in the two groups. So what is the vitamin verdict? Well, the researchers concluded that multivitamins don't reduce the they don't reduce the risk for heart disease. They don't reduce the risk for cancer. They don't reduce the risk for cognitive decline like memory loss and slow down thinking, and they don't reduce reduce the risk of an early death. They also noted that in prior studies, vitamin E and beta carotene supplements appear to be harmful, especially at high doses. And that's when I hear those things, when I'm like, I'm reading an article and I'm like, oh my, vitamin E is now considered harmful. You know, it only takes five years later of research to maybe hear that something that five years ago they said we need 
And then five years later, they tell us it's harmful. And that's why I really don't take anything on a daily basis because I am always feeling like in five years, you know, the long-term research might show us something else. They also said that pills are not a shortcut to better health and the prevention of chronic disease. And that's what I'm trying to tell people all the time. We cannot depend on pills and medication to take over for bad nutrition and poor health. The only thing we can do proactively for our health to take care of ourselves is to really watch our nutrition and to make sure that we're eating a healthy diet, that we're maintaining a healthy weight, we're reducing our saturated fats, we're not eating trans fat, we're watching sodium and sugar. These are all the things that they're talking about doing in this John Hopkins article. They're saying that you have to eat a healthy diet. And that's really what my my new program, The Nutrition Recharge, is all about. It's about balanced eating with healthy carbs, with healthy fats, with protein, watching sodium, watching sugar. Because every time I read an article like this, they're always saying that this is what it comes back to. It's about balanced, healthy nutrition. Now, the only exception they did say in terms of a vitamin or supplement is for supplemental folic acid for women of childbearing potential. They say that folic acid prevents neural tube defects in babies when women take it before and during early pregnancy. That's why multivitamins are recommended for young women. So for folic acid, that's definitely important. Listen to your doctor. I'm I'm always telling you to listen to your doctor no matter what. If your doctor is prescribing a multivitamin, you should discuss these type of things with your doctor and ask them if they have concerns. But if they tell you to take folic acid and you're pregnant or you you want to become pregnant, again, there's certain things that they do know that's showing that it really should be taken. But it's about doing your homework. It's about listening to these kind of podcasts where we talk about this type of research. And don't be afraid to challenge your doctor. And I don't say challenge in a in a negative way, but it's okay to ask your doctor, hey, you told me to take X, Y, and Z, but I just read this article from Harvard Research and it actually said I shouldn't. What's your feeling on this? All doctors are not up to date these days on all the news that comes out. They're super busy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the Western doctors can be amazing, but they don't always know everything about the latest research. So it is okay to ask your doctor and bring something up like this if they're telling you to take it. And maybe they have a reason why you should be taking it even if there is this research and that's okay. Hopefully you trust your doctor and if you don't, you should get a new doctor because you you definitely should trust the physician who is giving you medical advice. Now, in this particular article, the doctor says, I don't recommend other supplements. If you follow a healthy diet, you can get all the vitamins and minerals you need from food. And then this doctor goes on to talk about healthy food instead of supplements that I thought was really interesting. He says, I don't take any supplements routinely. And this is a director of John Hopkins. He says, I try to eat three healthy meals a day to get the vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients I need. And this is how he does it. He eats plenty of produce. He aims for two or more servings of fruits or vegetables at every meal. 
and he enjoys salads and one for lunch and dinner several times a week. He chooses low-fat dairy and whole grains. He says low-fat or fat-free milk and yogurt provide calcium, magnesium, potassium, and other nutrients. I have cereal with milk for breakfast a few times a week, and I have yogurt as well. And then he says he has protein. At home, we usually have fish or chicken for dinner. I'm not a vegetarian. Rather, I eat minimal meat. And sometimes it's fish like salmon, which is a good source of healthful omega-3 fatty acids. I looked at this and I was like, well, that's basically me. <laughs> that's pretty much how I eat. So I felt really proud. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing the right things. Plenty of produce, definitely important. Um, it, it is important to get some dairy in because that is a huge source of our calcium. So when I see people going dairy-free, I totally understand if you have an allergy to dairy, that's one thing. But if you don't, and if your child doesn't, don't take dairy away so quickly because that is a huge amount of calcium and protein and magnesium and potassium that you can get from dairy. So that's something you wanna know. Uh, and then at the end of the day, he says he, he eats protein. He's not a vegetarian. He has fish, he has chicken. That's what I do. And do I have tons of it? No. Do I have it at every meal? No. Do I have it every day? No, I try to take a couple vegetarian days a week. I try to have everything in moderation. So at the end of the day, when people ask me, what multivitamin do you take? What I say is I don't take a multivitamin. And sometimes at first I feel a little bad telling people that, like should I be? Should I be taking a multivitamin? And then I have just come to peace with the fact that I don't think there's a benefit and now the research is really showing that like why are you taking that multivitamin is it because you're not getting in enough nutrients from your food and if that's the case what can we fix in your daily nutrition so that you don't have to take that supplement another thing is supplements are not cheap and they always say for supplements, don't go cheap. Like if you are gonna take a multivitamin, the last thing you wanna do is take the cheap ones because those are like the worst of the worst. So it's gonna cost you a lot of money and I'd rather you spend that money on better quality nutrition. So like bump up to organic when you can with all that money you're saving now from your supplements. And really, this goes for all supplements. When I see people's food logs and I see how much protein powder they're taking a, a day or this veggie powder mix they're taking or all the collagen things that people are taking now, all of these things can be eliminated if you have a healthy, balanced nutritional diet. So there is really no research out there showing barely anything except for this folic acid and sometimes iron as well. Iron is another one. If you are anemic, you might need that supplement and that's totally fine um, You know, because you definitely are lacking that nutrient. And if you're not getting it in your food, especially for my vegetarians and my vegans, you've got to get that somewhere. But otherwise, what if you just used real food? Like back in the day, I'm always thinking back to my grandmother and she always cooked all her meals. You know, we didn't, they didn't go out to eat a lot in those days. Do you think about that? People didn't have as much money back in the day and they pretty much cooked three meals a day. She picked berries out of her garden. And I remember with my sister picking blueberries and raspberries out of the backyard to put on our pancakes and Let's go back to the old days when we were eating at home, eating real food, 
eating fruit out of our backyard and vegetables, things like that, it might make all the difference and, and maybe potentially bring cancer levels down and more focus to the world and, and just a better overall health. So there you have it. You asked about multivitamins. I got you the answers. If you ever have a podcast idea, feel free to shoot me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com. This was a good one today, and it worked out perfectly because of the timing of the research that just came out. But I'm always interested in new podcast ideas. And I do hope you're going to join us for the Nutrition Recharge. Go to thenutritionrecharge.com. It starts September 9th. It's coming very, very soon, and it is a 21-day program. So other than that, I hope you are ready for fall season. I hope you're ready because, gosh, the holidays will be here before you know it, right? They're right around the corner. So let's get all our nutrition back on track now before the holidays even hit. Always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that you can put into play right away. Have an awesome week, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.